Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast couch. I'm your host, Sophia. Come on in and have a seat on this beautiful, beautiful, glorious day in the state of Florida, the Sunshine State. They were they're really not joking when they uh caption this state to be the Sunshine State because we certainly get a lot of it. I am so grateful that I get to live here all year round. Earlier this week, um, we had a weather snap is what uh, the meteorologists refer to it as. And it was a little overcast. Um, Transiently, it was overcast. But for the most part, It was a sunny day. It was just super windy at times. Like the wind would just pick up and it would just catch the trees and just cause the trees to sway vigorously back and forth. It was just something to see. You know, this wind gust in Florida outside uh, the hurricane season. But it was... um, an extremely gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day today. I was reflecting on how lucky I am to get to live here and I and other people, you know, to have the benefit of sunshine, you know, and sunny days, no not much inclement weather here all year round. It's just super amazing. I feel so blessed. I used to live in New York, and um, oh God, I hated, uh, I hated it when um, the summer was being ushered out and the winter was coming in. You know, you would have a lot of rain and a lot of overcast days. But there was a period in the season when summer didn't fully leave and the fall didn't really fully arrive I don't know I don't remember the time period it could be maybe four to six weeks in New York but that time was called I believe they called it Indian summer in New York and it was such a glorious time for me I believe that for me personally for somebody well a native New Yorker such as myself who've lived in New York for, oh my God, almost 30 years. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was just a great time to see the season change, you know, to just bear witness to it and to see the leaves changing colors and, you know, falling from the trees it was just like a really super time. The temperature would linger around the 70s, the mid to low 70s. It was just a gorgeous, gorgeous time to be in New York. Amazing. But um, I want to talk about seasons, you know, just like we have the seasons, winter, spring, summer and fall. We, there are also seasons, spiritual seasons of our lives. And that's pretty much going to be the topic of uh, 
our conversation today. It's so weird, but for the last couple Sundays, I've kind of been MIA in church. I have um, been spending time uh, with some renovations in the house, and then I have um, an aunt who lives in Pembroke Pines, so I try to spend a lot of time with her. She recently relocated from New York last September. My goodness, I can't believe it's been a year, over a year, a year and a month since she's been here. It's like, where does the time go? But I'm saying all that to say I spend a lot of time. I try to spend a lot of time with her. We've been very close over the years. And when I stay at her house or spend time with her, I might, you know, stay the night, whatever, if it gets too dark to take the drive back home to Miami. So I stay at her place. And if I'm there on a Sunday, I accompany her to her church. Okay. So I've been, you know, but we don't church hop. She has her, you know, church home. I forget the name of it, but it's somewhere in Pembroke Pines. Uh, Pastor Malcolm, he's a Jamaican pastor. But I think I missed two Sundays in my church over the past, um, the last two weeks. But um, I was just determined. It's like I had this unction. My spirit was just moved to like, I got to go to my church. I got to go to my church. And it was you know, peculiar because I was with my aunt on Saturday. Actually, no, I wasn't with her. I had promised to uh, visit her on Saturday and I never made it there. And um, I would have pushed it ordinarily, but because of the unction that I was feeling in my spirit and the the need, it was almost a drive to um, have to be at my home church this past Sunday why I canceled with her. But um, I went to my church on the morning uh, of Sunday, this past Sunday. It was weird because I didn't have the, it's like I lost the feeling on the morning of, um, you know, that I'm supposed to go to church Sunday morning. Our services start at nine promptly. And before they, you know, beforehand, I mean, I usually get, try to get there beforehand because they have praise and worship and there's a lot of prayer going on, you know, getting the sanctuary ready for a move or the spirit of God. So, um, I got up last Sunday morning, believe it or not, and I started painting. (laughs) I was, I started painting at about seven o'clock in the morning. I don't know what came over me, but Anyway, I go to church and the um my resident pastor is not there and we get well we had a visiting pastor, a pastor by the name of Tory Phillips. I forget what church he's from. I know he's from somewhere up north. But he was there with his wife and I've heard him preach before and he's he's just excellent. Super super um amazing man of God. And um, his subject was um, seasons. He talked about uh, seasons. He opened up with Psalms 118 and he talked about, well, I remember him saying the stone that the builder refused will be the head cornerstone. 
and I continued to listen, but I remembered that phrase, not from scripture, but from actually a reggae song done by Bob Marley years ago. The stone that the builder refused will be the... It was a really nice popular Jamaican song. It was done in uh, a ska. It's called ska, S-K-A genre. So it was like an upbeat tempo, like a da, da, da. But anyway, um, Pastor Phillips starts talking and he uh, he's talking about the seasons and he says, you know, sometimes we might find ourselves feeling stuck or stationary or stagnant. And then he went on to say that, um, you know, the goal of a seed when it's planted or after it's planted is to become something else. So I thought that was so profound. I never quite looked at it that way, you know, and um, you're talking when you talk about things of the spirit, um, which parallels a lot of what goes on in nature it is revelatory it just it was just such a revelation for me you know because I kind of find myself in such a season of change in my life and as we all do you know at some point or another but particularly I just you know felt like or I've been feeling like you know every time that I'm trying to make headway or something with my business, something goes wrong. And I remember Tiffany saying to me when I, you know, had a disappointment, I believe it was some disappointment with an interview or something like that. And um, it was that time when I mentioned to you guys that she had called me from I think Facebook Messenger. Tiffany, by the way, is my mentor. And um, I was surprised to receive the call. I knew it was her (laughs) from the caller ID. And here we are on the phone. I was just so super surprised that she, you know, was, you know, so perceptive to what I was going through that she reached out, you know, to just talk or to just check on me. I felt so blessed by that, you know, and I was so flattered, you know, I thanked her profusely, but um, I remember the conversation. I remember her response to me when I was sharing with her about, you know, how I was feeling and what had taken place just hours before our conversation. And she said, sis, what I perceived as a disappointment Tiffany's response was, sis, don't you know that God's, that, that's God's favor over your life? You know, and that was another revelatory experience for me. And I just so appreciate that. If I've not said that to her, it's just something that has, you know, when something good happens to you in your life that doesn't happen often, you just want to share it with other people. So I guess that's where I am right now. I was just really touched by the gesture that Tiffany, you know, had the 
wherewithal to just sense that I wasn't in a good place and to reach out and call and, you know, convey genuine concern. It was really touching for me. It really was. As was the um, sermon on Sunday, you know, Pastor Tori Phillips urged the congregation at Bethel to take note of whatever season it is that we find ourselves in. I believe Tiffany slash Anointed Fire Buckner also discussed this in a previous message where she advised us that we need to take note of the season in which we are in and whether it's a season of um, planting seeds, um, which is, or a season of harvest, you know. Um, I was reminded of, <clears throat> what is it? I think it's Genesis eight, twenty-two. Um, that there, God said that there will always be seasons, you know, spring, summer, winter, and fall. And he said that there will always be seed time and harvest as well, too. I'm paraphrasing, but it's the word of God. You know, he said it. And, you know, God's word is not going to return to him void, you know. So um, that was the foundation that was laid this past Sunday for us. But um, Pastor Phillips went on to say that in this season, you have to heighten your sense of discernment in order to determine what season you're in. And while doing so, you have to try to get as much from the season as possible because it's teaching you something. It, there's a, a divine design, if you will. And he said that, um, he went on to say that this could be your, this could be one of three um, phenomenas of the season, which is uh, confirmation, preparation, and observation. For confirmation, he said that, you know, you're probably going to be in situations where you are with somebody or see somebody who is probably wanting, you know, who's doing the same thing that you yourself want to do. Or you'd be reminded where, you know, um, like where you want to go, what your vision is, almost as if it's being cemented or the want, the desire, the vision that God gave is like in the forefront of your mind and you're trying desperately to, you want the manifestation in other words. And you're getting different confirmations daily in your life, but it just hasn't come to fruition yet. So we kind of see the confirmation over and over and over. But as we're in the flesh, we're having a hard time, you know, with the process, the day in, the day out, you know. And um, I saw myself in this, you know, I know for a fact that I'm one of those people who want to see the manifestation. I just want to see this vision 
in full drive, you know, mode. And I just can't wait. And the process could be arduous and it's hard sometimes to wait, but um, all promotion, hallelujah, comes from God. It's not in any man's hand. So it's all about God's will and God's timing where these things are concerned. So you got to hurry up and wait. But while you're waiting, get the most. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning so much from the process. It's just amazing. And I promise to be so much better as a result of it. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Um, The second point was preparation. He talked about being prepared because um, when the shift occurs, and it will, you, um, we have to be ready. And if you are lacking or missing, you know, if you're lacking in certain areas or missing a piece of the puzzle, it's going to be a little, the, the wind, if you will, gusting up or, you know, the shift could be so quick you know, before you know it, you know, things are happening and the wheels are rolling and, you know, you got to be ready for the call. You got to be ready to jump into action, you know. So um, preparation is is so key, you know. Um, I said I was renovating the house. Um, I've planted uh, not trees, but a few plants outside in the front. I've mulched. Um, did I mention my son is coming back from Poland? <laughs> and I'm I'm really ecstatic about that. Actually, he's already on American soil, and he's you know reached American soil since last Saturday. But he's in the military, and he has to be cleared by them. So. He's waiting to be cleared in order to come back home. So we're hoping that he should arrive here, home, by Saturday of this week. So I'm really excited. So I believe that's where the bulk of my preparation is <laughs> being focused to make sure that he comes back to a nice, comfortable home. I've made some minor res- uh, renovations to his room. Uh, which happens to be the garage or the man cave. So I know he's going to be super excited when he comes back, but I've bought all his favorite foods and I'm ready to prepare a lot of them um, in preparation for that. So preparation is key. At least I know, (laughs) you know, that I'm preparing for the arrival of my son soon. But um, a lot of the extras that I'm doing is to get the house ready in preparation for, I guess, a few more years to come. (laughs) You know, uh, I've lived in this house now for about 20 years. And, you know, periodically you do um, renovations. You make some changes, fix a few things, rearrange, reorganize, etc. And that pretty much sums up what the uh, preparation is all about in the grand, grand scheme of things. But in the seasons, these three key points are foundational. It's, it's key. The last point that um, Pastor Phillips made was um, observation. 
he said a lot of the times you're going to probably be in situations where you're privy to some conversations, but it's you're not supposed to even try to even respond to it. He says it's a, a learning situation. It's designed to teach you something. He said also that um, there will be uh, people that you're around or situations that you might find yourself in where, you know, you're providing a service and you're not getting paid or you're going to be doing things and you're not going to be paid for the time, but it's okay. He said he want, he said, use it as a learning experience. You, you, it's, you're being developed, you're being cultivated for something greater that you can't see that's ahead. And this spoke to me so much. I mean, I was just so glad to have been in church that Sunday. And to be quite honest, since it had been a couple of weeks since I'd been missing in action, I really miss seeing my apostle and his gesticulations, his sermons, just, you know, before praise and worship, a lot of the times he would sing with the choir, you know, some certain songs or something. It's, it was just, I was looking forward to that, but I didn't miss it at all. I just felt like I had received like a bonus or had gotten something special from the visiting pastor, you know, and it was delivered in such a way where, I don't know, he just drove the point home so much so that it awakened so many things inside of me. He says um, that we have to, that, well, I personally, this is what I extracted from the sermon. I have to get everything I can get from where I am right now. Okay, so I'm making a vow in this season that I will not lose hope or confidence, confidence, I'm sorry, in what God is doing in my life. And I'm open to the fact that there's a shifting going on. Hallelujah. It just, I, it might seem to me at times that I'm overlooked and I experience rejection or even being ignored, you know? But um, I'm reminded of Psalms 118, which is the stone that was once rejected will be the chief cornerstone or the head cornerstone that will hold that foundation together. I recognize and embrace God's word that my times are in his hands and that I'm a vessel that is in progress. I will remain holy, I will remain faithful, and I will remain grounded in the word of God. <laughs> and I am affirming that I am more necessary and more valuable than I give my credit for. I decree and declare, I am not stuck, I'm not stationary, or stagnant. I am in the season that God has ordained. I will not be moved by what's going on around me or be shaken by the waves that are rocking me to and fro to shake me. 
I come into the truth that those waves will not kill me and that water will not drown me. I am in the season God ordained. I'm a child of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror in all things. And I will succeed in this season of change. The season is necessary. Hallelujah. And I have confidence because I have the peace of God with me. And I've had it with me. It's been unwavering since the onset of all this. And I'm just grateful. I'm super grateful. I'm not shaken. I am open to whatever qualities that this season will reveal inside of me. Okay, and um, I believe that God sees this is God's getting something great ready for me. And um, I'm reminded that um, he has a blessing for me in due season. And I will reap the blessing if I do not faint. And I will not faint because my faith is strong. I will remain steadfast, as Galatians 6, 5 says, in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Hallelujah. So I'm just grateful and thankful for this time that we've had together to share. I pray that you can recognize your season for what it is whether it's a time of planting or a time of harvest, a time of confirmation, a time of preparation, or a time of just observation. I pray that you recognize it for what it is and move and govern yourself accordingly. Okay, have a blessed life. And just know that if God is bringing you to it, he will bring you through it. And I remain victorious. I'm praising him in advance for the victory because he's seen me through some tough times in the past. And I'm still here and I'm grateful. So I just want to encourage you to do the same. God will not fail you. He came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. And I will end on that note. I hope that this brief chat has blessed you. Be blessed and shalom.